I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have as yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We'll make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brain Show. Oh my gosh, it is episode 300. Yes, this is the show that gives you a positive escape from all of the crap around you. It is time to nerd out on the things that better our lives and end our week right. We did it. We did it. We are officially here on video. We're on YouTube. We are celebrating 300 episodes today. I'm so excited. We're talking about our favorite 80s movies. We're going to review New World. Captain has another October themed phrase origin. So much time. So little to do. You guys like Italian? No. Yes. No. no. Yes. No. Yes. I love Italian. And so do you. Yes. Let's rock it! Oh my gosh, welcome to The Real Brian Show. <laughs> This is crazy. I don't know what I'm doing right now because, you know, we're trying to do video. And I was telling Captain before we got on, I'm like, I feel like I'm on a starship right now, except that I, well, I didn't tell you this part, but except that I'm literally piloting the entire ship. I've got ops, navigation, <laughs> tactical, engineering, med bay. Wait. I don't know what's going yeah. on, man. I'm trying to figure out like, okay, we've got this, this podcast, we've got this video stuff. I got to make a good first impression because, you know, for anybody that's joining us here, by the way, thank you for joining us if you're on video right now on YouTube. Uh, you know, you're like, hey, who is this dude? Or these dudes? What a, these these what two dudes. What a couple dudes. of dorks, right? Yeah, a couple of freaking yeah. idiots. <laughs> totally. You guys like Italian? Dude. I do. Oh, I love mm. Italian. I'm having Italian tonight, in fact. Nice, dude. Well, welcome to The Real Brian Show, episode 300. This is so exciting. I am The Real Brian. By the way, you can see, uh, if you are on YouTube, you can see under our pictures, our names, which is pretty cool. I did learn Photoshop for that. <laughs> yeah, it took us this long, everyone, to get to this point. So, I mean, yeah. Brian, sorry, it took Brian this long. Uh, I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm just here for support. So, yeah. Well, good job, Brian. You know, you, you shaved. Which uh, I'm impressed, uh, man. Like, what did you shave like about five hours ago or something like that? Uh, no, no. Hey, come on. You're making people think that I don't usually look like this. This looks just no, like no, how I'm, I was I'm saying like you shaved and you just like that beard grows so fast, man. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Some impressive yeah. uh, masculinity right there. Well, yeah. thanks for Captain. Captain has his uh, Wayland Utani shirt on from Aliens for, Aliens. for the uh, yeah. uninitiated. But yeah, dude, good times, man. We are we are here on video. We're officially doing this. We're on YouTube. We've been promising this now for what six years or something like that. <laughs> Feels like it. I'd yeah. say like four months, something like that. Yeah, it, it's been it's, a while. It's been a long time, and you know, yeah. it's a lot of work when you're trying to do a show like this because you know you're not just saying, "Hey, let's turn on a phone and record yourself and go for it." We talked about this on the show before, but it's just like, man, this is so much work. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I know through you how much work it was. So yeah. I was talking to Sarah. She said, I'm going to help you, you know, kind of this last push get set up so we can do episode 300 on the video. And she said, okay, I've lived with you obviously this whole time. She's known everything that I've said. She, she's known everything I've had to purchase. And it took this long for her to even to say, um, wow, that was a lot more than I even thought. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. And Hey, but here we're here. We're here. We're here. Episode 300. Episode freaking 300. I, I mentioned last week, no. most podcasts never get anywhere close to this. You know, lucky to hit yeah. episode 20, you know, for most podcasts. Some get to episode 100. Uh, very few get to 200. Very, I mean, there's a lot obviously out there that have gotten way beyond 300. Maybe they do, a, you know, a daily sure. show or something like that. But 300 is a, quite an accomplishment for a podcast. So we're here. This is exciting. This is yeah, so exciting. We- we persevered through 300 and uh, hey, Brian, do you remember what, what episode and I wasn't number one, what episode of the, of these 300 did I join the show officially? I feel like it was like, yeah, I was going to ask you that question. <laughs> I don't uh, remember. Well, I, we I remember that you came on into, well, so for, for those of you who have been around from the beginning, we did what five or six episodes, I think. And then kind of went, okay, hold on. That's not exactly the format we wanted. Took like a month off and then came back and relaunched it with a different format. 
but and I wasn't there yet. No, officially though, the yeah. number two, you know, if you're starting from number one, it really doesn't matter. So this is where we're at 300 episodes, even though technically it's 306, but who's counting? Who's counting? Episode yeah. two is when you came on as a guest. Oh, okay. I remember that okay. much. Was that to, was that to review, uh, um, arrival movie. arrival? Yes. Yeah. Gosh, I can't believe I remember that. That was and not I, one of my favorite movies. It was okay. No, it, it was, it was okay. And then, yeah. and then I reviewed, uh, the dark tower with you like after that. Oh was yeah. It? That was quite a while. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been on, but what I do know is it's been a long time. You've been on at least since the hundreds, right? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's crazy to me. So a couple of years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It's been fun. I mean, I, I think about, well, first, you know what? Hold on. Hold on. One of the traditions we have here is what are you drinking? We haven't done a whole lot of that. And I get to show off my Troy and Abed in the morning mug. By the way, I'm getting used to the, the camera here. Look at that. Troy and Abed in the morning from community. Nice. Yeah, this is good. So yes. I dude, I'm drinking this. I mean, I was looking for something fallish. So I'm looking for a, what, what I do. And it's a caramel apple chider is what they called it. And that's, it's so precious. Chider. Ch- oh, it's a it's chider. So cute. It's so yeah. cute. Oh, oh my so God. Cute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it has spicy cashew milk that they make in house, which is really nice. And then, you know, it's got cinnamon on it too and all that, but it is just essentially their own cashews. Okay, dude. Yeah, they do. So just like, um, Geppetto, you know, just milking these little cashews into the saucers and then, there you go. Very so tedious. Very this tedious. is about uh, what 30 hours worth of, of cashew milking, I think in this cup right that, now. That is why coffee shops have interns in case any of you were wondering. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. That is terrific, Peter. Mm. Uh, Ooh, I'm going to have to ask you to come in tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we've yeah. lost some people. Mm. I have to tell you. That to is terrific. Um, so uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> I can't even do it. Hey Milton, well, what's happening? I've I've got here uh, what I like to call a um, a stripper chai. Oh well, um, okay. It's it's huge, uh, and the reason I call it a stripper chai is because the uh, the young lady who uh, sold it to me kind of looked like a stripper. Really, um, and and her name was Cinnamon. So oh, no I mean, way. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. It's a little mild for a chai, uh, but. Yeah. Okay, now now you have to yeah. explain what made her because you know if you say like a, a certain person looks like this, it can sound derogatory. But what you know, what is it that made her look like a stripper? Was it the you know the go go skirt or the the leather pants or I mean I don't know what these people wear. It, it was no it idea. was the it was the uh, the she had her whole tummy showing and she was very oh. slender and she just she, she just had it going on. Well, with the name and like I, cinnamon, I mean that's pretty impressive too. And I feel I feel like we're skating the realm of sexism right now. So. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I just, it's a great drink and uh, I'm glad I got it. So. You know, whenever I see a guy that looks like Chris Farley, I immediately think of Chippendales. So, I mean, those are male strippers. I mean, <laughs> why are we talking about this? Hey, I know. We're, 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 we're I, kind of got off the rails. I on am our first so meal. glad that you have an awesome drink, though. We both have chais. This is exciting. Heck yeah. This one's got a kick Heck to yeah. it. Uh, this, I mean, it's chai and apple cider. So it is a. What a strange know. mix. It's so good. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, how do I explain this? It's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. I, I it smells like cinnamon oatmeal. If that mm. makes any sense, you know, like oh, you have yeah, those. Me, I like that. Yeah. But, but it also tastes like apple cider too. And it works. That's all I got to say, man. It works. Okay. I still okay. don't know when you came onto the show. And I mean, I'm not going to go into this for very long, but I am impressed that it's, you've been on for at least yeah. Three years, 100, 150 episodes or more. That's pretty cool. Uh, more than that. More than that. That's pretty cool. So, and you know, right. we've been on the show. This is what's crazy to me is we've been doing this show for, for four years now, actually right around this time. Cause we officially started in September. And then, like I said, took that little quick month off a few weeks, came back in November. So the show has been going for four years since 2016, wow. man. No. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wait, no, it wasn't 2016. Was it? It was 2015, 17. I mean, I don't even know. 2017. It's been so long. I don't even remember it. It was 2017. Yeah, we're good. I'm, I'm really yeah, we're, confused. We're kind of old. So, I mean, it, it's just time. Just it, it, no surprise, dude. It was no 26, five years. No <laughs> way. <laughs> I have not been on for five years. I've, oh, been, I've been on for three. This is so. impossible. Has it really been yeah. five years that we've been on this? Show? Oh my gosh. Yeah. 2016. Okay. Why did I think it was four years? Gosh, Dan. Okay. I'm sorry. This is one of those mo- I'm not going to edit this out. I'm, I'm blown away that it's been five years. That's a long time to give up your life to something like this. 
in a good yeah. way. Sorry, I should have. Uh, in a good way, yeah. <laughs> this is so perseverance. Exciting. Perseverance. Just keep it. Just keep wow. on keeping on, Brian. We're yeah. gonna keep doing this as long as we feel like it. And so, three hundred. I mean, big deal, right? Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be great. Hey, I wanted to show off my shirt really quickly, but in order to do that, I need to uh, take off this cool little. Oh, so this, yeah, this is exciting. You see the frame. Take off a shirt. I'm gonna take my shirt off. You see the frame right here, you know, around the picture, which is really cool. And it's got the name and all that. And this was a lot a of work. This was fun down there. I'm yeah. going to take the frame off though. And uh, I just wanted to show off my Dunder Mifflin shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah. There we go for office fans out there. This is, yeah. uh, this is the fun stuff. So we get to have a good time with that. You know, and this is what I wanted to do as you, again, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, you're like, I don't see anything, but we're going to have fun with the video side right now because it's episode 300. It's our first video. If you're on YouTube, I just did not want that zoom or Google hangout look, you know, where it's like two, two videos next to each other, talking heads. And then that's it. You know, I wanted some variety like, Hey, look, it's captain influencer. Hey, look, it's me. Or, you know, just back and forth. We just, we wanted something different, you know? And I'm doing this all with a stream deck, which is really, really cool. Oh, and by the way, if any of you saw a very brief image of me between the 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 opening page and the Let's Rocket page, <laughs> that's just Brian getting used to his little switchboard yeah. there. So I, I went, yeah. whoops. I didn't want to say anything, but there it was. And I went, yeah, there see, you got to understand this is my very, very like, first that's time. That's what Brian looks like? Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, this is the first time that's I've cool. ever done any kind of video stuff. So, you know, uh, bear with me as I get used to, you know, switching all these screens back and forth because I don't know what the heck I'm doing <laughs> still. So here we are. It only gets smoother from here. Yes, it will be. All right, dude, we got to get it. Well, first of all, because it's episode 300, I wanted to share uh, uh, one, one thing here. Let, let's play this. This is a beautiful thing. Good morning, Brian. This is Chris. Just got uh, finished with the episode here this morning. Didn't realize you're at number 300 yet. That is phenomenal. I think I've now probably seen most of them. I uh, love the show, so I wanted to take my time to tell you so. And what's particularly standing out right now is um, the phenomenal work you guys have done on the music reviews and the movie reviews. is just unbelievable how much you guys know. I thought I was a music and a movie nerd until I heard you guys and then realized I, I know nothing at all about movies and music. So anyway, I appreciate it. Get a kick out of it. I can't imagine uh, life without plugging in, tuning in to you guys uh, every week. So here's to the next 300. Uh, thanks, Brian. Appreciate all your work. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Chris. And uh, man, that was really nice. So really appreciate that. And that I love it. Fantastic. Can't imagine life without the real Brian show. Dude, we no more people have to tell us that. Just that's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> I appreciate that so much. I mean, uh, by the yeah. way, Chris, you do know a lot more about movies and music and everything like that than you think you do. But um, yeah, I think we're yeah. I think we're freaks. I think that would be and the we, better term yeah. is that we're kind of the uh, what's the word the uncut? I don't even know what the word is. The uncut. We're not we're, we're, normal. We we have to write our stuff down. So keep that in mind. <laughs> then again too it you know it, little, it, yeah. it's amazing the movie quotes that come out of the head too i don't understand that but true wow yeah uh i just I, i'm blown away anymore yeah well i i'll play another one really quickly uh, and then we'll Ooh, move yeah. on because we got but thank you thank you chris and uh one here another one here are, are you ready number one hey guys it is kyle here aka the ghost uh, although i haven't gone by that name in a very long time um time just to wanted to on. give you a massive congratulations on 300 episodes 300 episodes that's so cool Honestly, I just want to thank you guys for such just a an amazing show. You guys bring such a spark of joy um, to my day when I when I put you on in the car on the commute. Honestly, I don't really I haven't really got a um, like one kind of thing that I would point out as being the main thing that I absolutely love. But it's just the show as a whole, just the show um, of what you guys have created, and it's just a such a positive and amazing and life-giving show. So thank you guys and congratulations again. Yes. And good luck on the videos because I know yes. how successful that can be. Yes, he does know <laughs> that. So thank you, Ghost. Really appreciate thank it. You. And honestly, thank you all for the well wishes, by the way. I've received even more. So I, I, th- I just, just think it's really cool that there are people driving on the left side of the road listening to us. I know. And that's just cool. Isn't that amazing? I love it. I know. Yeah. There are people that's that neat. are driving right down the middle of the road listening to us. And it's, that's amazing too. <laughs> You know, I was thinking about this show and I thought, okay, it's been 300 episodes. It's been, well, five years, even though I was thinking four years this whole time. And 
I was also thinking about too, you know, if, if you're coming to this show for the very first time going, what the heck is this whole thing about? You've been talking for the past, you know, 15 minutes. I don't even know who you are, but you'll get to know us. I'll tell you that much, but Oh yeah. It kind of came down to this. Well, now you'll know us, you know, now you know us more because you see what we look like, or is this us? We kind of have to hold back on the show though. So, Mm. you know, yeah. So, okay. Here's a quick little thing I'll say about this. And this goes along with what I'm going to say. Saturday, Sarah came home and I'm not going to get into the whole specifics of it, but she had had some interactions with some people and I was not there. And I got so upset by the thing that this person said. And I'm not, I've got, I don't want to go into details because I don't want this to become a, a, you know, politically charged topic of any kind. The issue really came down to is that the person wanted to push their belief and opinion without being respectful about it, without considering the feelings and without respecting, you know, Sarah's belief and opinion and decision and all that good stuff. You probably have an idea on what I'm talking about. So she told me about it and I just got so upset. I mean, I was just like, I'm, I'm over this. I'm done with this. I'm tired of people being so disrespectful, you know, and, and uncaring and whatever. And, and it was so funny because I got to thinking like, that's the kind of thing I wish I could say on the show. And then Sarah kind of later was like, that's the kind of thing that you shouldn't you know, say on the show because it is supposed to be a positive escape from all of that stuff. And right. also we're all over this. We're all tired of hearing everybody's negative opinions and you know, everything else just grouching and griping. And yeah, we, yeah. We, once in a while we'll slip and do a little grouching and griping, but we, we know better and we try and stop. We try and minimize that. So, yeah. And so, you know, when you say, well, we have to hold ourselves back a little bit. And so, you know, get yeah. to, it's kind of like, well, yes, but is that the best version of ourselves? If we're upset about something, we get to hold ourselves back is what I should have said. Ooh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. yeah. We, we should not hold ourselves back. We, we don't have to, but we get to because it's the better choice. Right. So this goes into what I was saying. And I was thinking about for whatever reason, this kind of came to my mind and I thought this was kind of cool. And I realized that, you know, the real Brian show really boils down to three things and this is cool. And those three things are, and this is really important because you do not hear enough of this in the world today. Number one, have fun. Most of us, I, I think there's a, there's, you, you've got the extremes, right? You've got the people that they have fun and they don't really take responsibility and they're not very mature about their life and their decisions. And all they do is have fun. And no, that's not necessarily the best thing in the world because are you giving back to the world? Are you giving back to society? But you know, captain over there is actually demonstrating how to have fun. So there you go. Have fun. We are empowering you to have fun love life and nerd out period. You have to, I'm giving you permission to have fun because some of you don't know how to have fun. You feel like you got to work all the time and be responsible and you don't have time to have fun. It's, it's important, man. Number two, oh, yeah. value and respect others regardless. Now this is, this is a huge theme on the show and yeah. it's a difficult thing to do. It is really like when I was really upset at that person for what that person said to Sarah, did I value and respect that person in the moment? The answer is no, but then I have to go, okay, I got it. Nope. I need to though, regardless of whether I appreciate their actions or not. We got to try though. I mean, this goes back to, yeah, yeah, just if you value it, if you, if you strive to value and respect others, then like almost everything gets solved. Or I should say it's a two way street. Uh, That's a better analogy. Yeah. Yeah. And then the third one of course is the unleashing of the superhero and this, you know, for those of you who still don't understand it, it's just, again, it, we were just talking about it. The better choices to not, you know, necessarily unleash our anger on people and stuff, you know, the better cho- we could, but the better choice is to unleash our superhero instead. I know stripper chai. So I am just saying those are the three things, man, have fun, value and respect others, unleash the superhero, unleash your superhero. That's what this show is about. We mostly yep. like to just have fun and have that positive escape, but others, you know, once, once in a while, we got to talk about like, Hey, don't forget to respect others. Don't forget to, you know, unleash your superhero and unleashing your superheroes easier than you think. So it's simpler than you think for sure. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> <Simpler> easier. <too. laughs> 
dude, yeah, it's easy. Dude. Just like opening the door for somebody or well, helping true. someone with what they're carrying or, yeah. you know, asking someone how they're doing or, you know, like every time I call a vendor at my job, I say, how are you? Mm-hmm. And I can tell a lot of the people who I, I, it is just habit to say that I can tell a lot of them are like, they, they're a little, I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. They're not oh, expecting that, you know, do you actually so care? I, <laughs> yeah, no, and, and, yeah. and you know, I don't necessarily care, but it's just, it's just a, it's just a pleasant way. <laughs> it's just a pleasant way. At least you be, it's a social I don't care how you are, thing. but no, I know it's a social contract and it's just little things like that, that, you know, can present yourself in a more positive light towards the people you're interacting with. But how cool Stuff would like it, that? That's yeah. How cool would it be if you actually did care? Well, I mean, I, I would care if I knew them and, and if they had yeah. a bad, if they're having a bad day, I would probably care a little bit. And, you know, they're not going to tell me how they're doing. They're just say, I'm good. How are you? Or whatever they're going to say, you know, it's, yeah. it's part of the social contract. So anyway, yeah, that's, that's what I mean by I don't care. <laughs> I understand. No, I, this, so I caught somebody off guard once because uh, I was, I think I was going into a church. I think this was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I walked in, you know, the, the greeters are like, how you doing? How you doing, brother? How you doing, sister? Blah, 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 blah. You know, that kind of thing. And it was one of those days where I was not doing well. You know, most of the time I'm doing fine, but you know, that was one of those. And I looked at the person and I said, he's like, how you doing brother? And I was like, you know, actually not so good. I said, it's been kind of a really rough day. And he kind of looks at me and he goes, well, I, good to what see you. Say? Next, next. <laughs> I'm like, see, right. oh, all oh, you got to do is you say, really? See. Oh man, I'm sorry. Like what? Are you okay? You know, what are you going through? Do you want to talk? Well, and and you're the one, Brian, who who derailed the social contract there. So you're supposed to say, I'm fine. How are you? Or but I didn't like, want to. Great, great. Exactly. Yeah. So. I like breaking the rules, man. So, you know, it, it's a good thing once in a while to be honest. <laughs> you ever say, hi. I don't want well, to ask and, how they're doing because I don't care. So I'm just going to say hi. That's it. And back, but back I'm to with the you. shows back to the show's purpose and, and the whole superhero thing. Once in a while we will, uh, we'll come across a story that of someone who we, we see or we heard about truly unleashing their superhero towards others and, and we'll share it on the show. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I appreciate that. All right. Well, oh, and and we'll also pump, I'm sorry, Brian. No, I that's say, okay. We'll also pump, uh, the good news network.org. Oh yeah. If you're, if, if you, if you are feeling down by the news, just go to goodnewsnetwork.org. They have legitimate news stories every day that will shine a light in your life. So it's true. And they're not, and they're not sponsoring us by the way. <laughs> oh no, I wish they were. That's be a good yeah, idea actually, cool. but no, I mean, and I'm with you because these are important things that if you're, we, Sarah, I, okay. Quick side note. Sarah and I were talking about this and how we were wondering why certain people have difficult days, bad attitudes, negative attitudes, that kind of thing. And we kind of came to the conclusion that every one of the people that she was thinking of engage in social media on a regular basis and read the news every day. Those were the two commonalities between every single one of these people that were consistently negative, always angry, saw things with a negative light, you know, looked for the worst in things. They engaged in social media regularly and they, wa- they watched or read the news every day. That makes total sense to me. So, yeah. I mean, let that be a, a do whatever lesson, you want with uh, it. Do whatever you want with it. I'm just saying though, that's a fascinating. Yeah, just, <laughs> that's all I got to say. Data point in your hip pocket. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get into an origin, dude. Oh, I hey. think it's time. You know, we we've, so again, gotta, for those of you joining us, we do origins of sayings here. These are phrases. These are things that people go. Why do we say shiver me timbers or, you know, we don't say that here, but why do pirates say that? You know, why do people say these things? Where did it come from? What's the origin? You started this uh, a while ago now and it's become very popular. So what's just become a weekly thing. Yeah. And we're doing oh October themed. So yeah, what's, which one's this week? Give it to us this week. This week I am doing the origin of the phrase devil or the term. I should say devil's advocate. Nice. It's in devils. Yeah, I get it. Uh, So, you know, I found the best and longest explanation on allthatsinteresting.com. And here it goes. Playing devil's advocate is a phrase we've all heard and said before. It's used by a person taking a contrarian stance. I'd love to do this, by the way, Uh, especially when they are espousing an idea they don't truly believe in. Uh, in order to have a vigorous debate. This can play out in classrooms, boardrooms, and even uh, movie theaters. Uh, But as it turns out, Devil's Advocate was an actual person within the Catholic Church. Uh, You Catholics Mm. probably know all this. Uh, Catholicism is steeped in ritual and tradition, as any 2,000-year-old institution is likely to be. Canonization 
is one of those traditions that has been around in some form or another since the religion's beginnings. It's it's the process by which the church designates someone as a saint by adding them to the canon or list of official saints. Now, in the early years of Christianity, worship worshipers who died because of their belief in Jesus were celebrated as martyrs. This began with the apostles, of course, but then grew to include others considering considered uh, especially pious. Uh, because of the decentralized structure of the church at this point in history, bishops and other mid-level figures had the power to deify saints on the local level. Mm-hmm. But by the 12th century, uh, the power was uh, ceded directly to the Pope himself, and with this came a codification of the path to sainthood. Now, canonization is a drawn-out process that takes time, not to mention a miracle or two. Uh, it also involves several formal ranks that end in sainthood. A candidate first begins as a servant of God, quote-unquote, followed by the designation venerable. Uh, next is beatification, and finally sainthood. Uh, Each level comes with new prestige and influence. For example, someone who has been venerated cannot have a church built in their honor, but people can pray to them for miraculous intervention from God. Mm. By the way, I'm not Catholic. This is all news to me. I I learned, I learned a lot about this. Um, This is where the devil's advocate comes in. In 1587, Pope Sixtus V formally established the position of advocatus diaboli, which in Latin is for, uh, you guessed it, devil's advocate. During beatification and canonization proceedings, it was up to this church-appointed official, the devil's advocate, to call into question the candidate's saintliness. And it was particularly enjoyable. Uh, it was a particularly enjoyable task for the advocate, as the 1913 Catholic Encyclopedia stated. It is his duty to suggest natural explanations for alleged miracles, and even to bring forward human and selfish motives for deeds that have been accounted heroic virtues. Their duty was seen as difficult but necessary. Uh, Pope John Paul II, who was Pope when I was a little kid, um, modernized the canonization process and did away with the formal office in 1983. This streamlined the process tremendously as Pope John Paul II canonized five times as many people as the rest of his 20th century predecessors. Um, even without the official devil's advocate, uh, the tradition carries on to this day. During the canonization process of Mother Teresa, for example, renowned atheist Christopher Hitchens and controversial biographer Arup Chatterjee argued against her ascent to sainthood. So, why bother with a devil's advocate in the first place? As Boston Globe language columnist Ben Zimmer put it, quote, I guess the idea then was that there should be a position advocating a negative view even if it was unpopular, just so that something as important as sainthood uh, can withstand any kind of skepticism. Perhaps this is why the phrase trickled down into the secular world and sticks with us today. So there you have it. Interesting. The devil's advocate. I, I had no idea it had Catholic origins. Yeah. Uh, no, no clue. I just see what I assumed about devil's advocate was before I started looking into it was that, you know, I, I figured it had religious, a religious uh, origin, but that it was, Someone questioning someone or someone questioning something was annoying. No, nobody likes the devil's advocate, right? I mean, the, the, whoever whoever <laughs> plays devil's advocate is kind of an annoying person. I mean, it's kind of a it's like oh god, he's playing devil's advocate, right? We've all had that yeah. experience where someone does that to us. It's a little bit irritating. Well, I just figured that because it was an irritating practice, that it was associated with the devil. So that's where I was coming from. It so. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I didn't know the origin either. I kind of looked at it from, you know, somebody kind of saying, okay, hold on, let's look at both sides here. That's pretty much, I mean, the only way I've taken it, you know, is, well, hold on a second, you know, let's challenge your belief and make sure you really, truly believe it. And it's right. But I had, I had no idea the origin either. Maybe that's because you're that guy, Brian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the devil's advocate. (laughs) Yeah. You're the guy at the party who someone says, yeah, da, 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 da. And you're like, yeah, Hold but on. wait a minute. What if? Yeah. yeah what and if? they're like, oh God, not Brian again. <laughs> Dang freaking idiot. Oh yeah. No, I, oh, um, I'm not. I try not to be that guy all the time. I do I like you challenging and you're, though. And you're not that guy all the time. So no, but I like challenging things not, not to be like, okay, you're wrong or, you know, let me, let me show you why you're wrong or, you know, no, I'm just, oh, it's yeah. more of a, yeah, uh, that was actually not supposed to be a mic voice. So, uh, I was just saying that like the, I don't know the challenge you were the, no, I really wasn't, but thank you. But the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's good to challenge things periodically to make sure the person truly <laughs> understands what it is they believe or that kind of thing. I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah. And now that we're on video, um, when, when we have to cough or sneeze or something, you're just going to see it. 
So yeah, I wonder. Usually, I would gonna, mute that. Or, or what I would do is be like, "Hey, Brian, I got a cough," and I'll be like, "Okay, go for it," you know. And then you can mute, and it's what it is. You know what? Here's a here's a little uh, fun tip. So you can mute yourself, even oh, if you're I on can. video. You just do your yeah. thing, and then uh, you know you cough, oh, so and everybody sees it, it, but nobody hears it. Yeah, see there. This is the fun stuff we're we're experimenting right now. You're getting to see this raw and uncut. Uh, you're you're right. getting to hear it even raw and uncut. It's a very interesting process we're in. You know what we're going to do, though? We're going to talk about our movies. We've been going through this crazy journey of our favorite movies from each decade. We've been counting backwards, by the way. So we're we're back to the 80s already. It's like almost going back to the future into 1985, you know? So, yeah, next week is 70s. And then the, the following week after that is our final one, which will be 60s and before. Yeah. And that's it. Just because... I, I can only come up with, I think, one or now probably two or three 60s movies. And then I thought, okay, well, yeah. I've got some back in the 30s and stuff. And we're not going to go through every decade wow. every week. So that's crazy. But yep. So two more weeks of this after this. But um, yeah, let's let's have some fun with the 80s movies because there's a yeah. lot of good 80s movies. I mean, you kind of go, oh, yeah, man, I forgot about all these. Captain, you get to start us. Totally. So I think both Brian and I found that culling down our top eight movies from the 1980s was way harder than we thought it would be. Uh, I culled the crap out of my honorable mentions list and it's still quite long. I really enjoyed going through every year on Wikipedia and remembering all the movies I'd just forgotten about in that decade. Uh, so my top 10 are not necessarily in any order this time, but I'm sure I miss, I missed some movies that Brian picked up on his list. So, and as usual, I will go from 10 to one number 10, the never ending story. <sighs> Such a, such a creative, fun, magical movie, especially if you were an eight year old kid when it came out in 1984, like I was, (laughs) my parents took me to see it at a drive-thru in Denver and it was a double feature with Star Trek three, the search for Spock. Nice. And I'll never forget that night because we had gone to a barbecue at my aunt and uncle's house before the movie. And I got this weird boil on my neck. Oh, weird! (laughs) I've never had anything before or since then. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and so, yeah, we, I got to see two awesome movies in one night that night in, uh, 1984. Awesome. Number nine, number nine, Flash Gordon. I brought this up many times before in, the, in our, in our favorite soundtracks. Um, and what else did I bring that up on? Uh, uh, anyway, well, no, it was, it was soundtracks and then favorite movies of, of, was it, the, it was the eighties, wasn't it? So the eighties movies, eighties well, it's, it's music. I mean, we went music. through, yeah, Thank we you. went yeah. through soundtracks and music. Thank yep. you. So, uh, as I've mentioned before, Flash Gordon was the first sci-fi film I ever saw when I was about five years old. My dad took, uh, my dad says he took me to see it after it had moved to the cheap theater because he was super cheap. <laughs> the the action and the soundtrack riveted my young mind and hooked me on both sci-fi and Queen for the rest of my life. Nice into the soundtrack. Not the best movie in the world, but a life-changing experience for me. We were talking about That's that in my top ten as we were gaming that some of these movies aren't necessarily the best movies made, but there's something that gives us joy and it, you know, something personal and everybody talks about that. Well, music is very personal. Movies are personal because of how it impacts you. It affects you. It may not be the best movie ever made, but Hey, if it brought you joy and you enjoyed it, then it's, then it's it's your best movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Number eight, uh, the Goonies. Now, I distinctly remember reading this novel, the novel of the movie, the novelization of the movie in church when I was about 11 years old. Like, so during church, I was reading this novel. So in 1987, I used to watch this movie so often that I practically memorized all the lines and my friends and I would constantly quote them in the back in the, nice. on the playground. Nice. So yeah. Number seven, Dune, David Lynch's Dune. My mother was a huge sci-fi and fantasy fan, and she practically worshipped Frank Herbert's Dune uh, novels. So naturally, when the movie came out, she took me to see it, and I was mesmerized. Looking back, the movie doesn't hold up so well, especially in regards to the special effects, but it is still one of my favorite films of all time. Plus, the soundtrack by Toto was phenomenal. Yeah. Plus, plus, I became hopelessly smitten by Virginia Madsen, who plays Princess Ireland. That's so funny. She's, She's still going, man. She's in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. I think yeah, I, I last seen her saw her in a uh, designated survivor and I got to thinking okay. like, Oh wow, that's, that's for, that's whatever princess are real. And that's really cool. You're, you're really, yeah. I had you're a really, huge crush on her. That's cool. Um, I love Dune. Number, no, yeah. Number six, time bandits. I remember time bandits. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even <laughs> sure if I've ever seen this movie to be honest. Okay. So 
Time Bandits was my first experience with anything related to Monty Python because it was written and directed by Terry Gilliam with help from Michael Palin. So two of the Pythons uh, wrote and directed Time Bandits. Um, it was just so wacky and creative, like super creative and wacky. Uh, and I would always get excited when I was able to watch it on VHS or network TV. So I, I, I just distinctly remember getting really hyped up and hyper about getting to watch Time Bandits. That's awesome. Um, Number five, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Oh, yeah. This was my first Star Trek experience when I saw it in 1983 when I was seven. Uh, and I will never forget how amazed I was at the opening scene where they are running the Kobayashi Maru simulation. Oh, yeah. And the action, the plot, the soundtrack etched this film into my young mind and made me a Trek fan, if not a complete Trekkie. I've never been a Very Trekkie, cool. but this was my first exposure to Trek and I've been a fan ever since. Nice. Uh, number four, Aliens. Yes. You want to show, show my shirt? Oh, I got to show the way well, you've seen the shirt, but I'm going to show it again. So here you go. It's here cute. you go. I've owned a whale and Utani shirt for the last maybe 10 years. And when this one gets small or, or it gets small because I grow out of it. No, because uh, your muscles shrink in the wash. Your muscles. When this one shrinks too much. In, yeah. When this one shrinks too much in the wash, <laughs> I throw it away and get a new one. Uh, definitely my top, my top five for the eighties and my favorite of the aliens franchise. Also my first James Cameron flick. Oh, wow. Uh, this movie stands out particularly well because I was so scared of it when I was young and now I just eat it up. I think this film represents the conquering of my fears and is a personal triumph of mine. That's so, cool. Yeah. I used to be really scared of this movie, but I, then I just kept watching it and watching it and yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't do that, man. Uh, anyway, uh, number three, the empire strikes back. This came out in 1980, but I first saw it in 83 or 84 after I saw return of the Jedi. Uh, I still get the shivers when they first show those, the, the ad ads oh, and the binoculars. Yeah. Still I'm 45 and I still, when I see that scene, I'm like, that is so cool. <laughs> I would piss my pants if those things were shambling towards me from a couple kilometers away. That just, is such a freaky scene. I remember that too. And I'd watch that and I'd just be like, Oh my gosh. Like you'd see those things and like, what is that? It's like these little like whoosh, they zoom in and you're like, Oh yeah. I'd be, they're I, just, yeah, there's just so epic. I mean, it's just, so cool. I, I can't say enough about Empire Strikes Back. I'm sorry. It is the it is the cream of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, it really without is. argument. It really is. Uh, number two, Ghostbusters. This one never gets old. It totally still holds up today. A hundred percent. If you watch it now, if you've never seen Ghostbusters, it's still a good movie. Yeah. I remember when my mom first took me to see this in the theater. Uh, I had my hands over my eyes for half the film because <laughs> I was, I was a total scaredy cat and looking back on it, I can't believe that anything after the, that first library ghost oh. would have scared me, but Shh. dude, that, that <laughs> library ghost was really scary for a scaredy cat like me. So yeah. Oh my gosh. There are yeah. so many great one-liners in that movie. You know, Shh, listen, <laughs> you smell something. Oh my gosh. I, I really, really want to hope that the new ghostbusters movie coming out in couple weeks actually is is good because uh just i don't it's not going to be ghost it's not going to be the original ghostbusters 2 wasn't the original and the 2016 reboot was was not good at all i mean some people liked it and again that goes back to personal enjoyment but from a uh is it a yeah. good movie uh, i hope this one is yeah. better I'm scared. We'll see. Um, You're scared. And for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and my, my number one movie. And again, this isn't necessarily my number one movie, but the, the, the number one on my list is glory. Hmm. The civil war epic. Uh, this was the first movie that made me cry at the end when I was a teenager, a young 13, 14, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I became fascinated by the American civil war after seeing this. And I've spent many hundreds of hours since then watching documentaries and reading about that conflict. So yeah, Glory is an epic Civil War film. If you've never seen it, it's about uh, the first uh, African-American regiment uh, mm -hmm. who fought on the Union side against the South. Uh, very, very well done. Wasn't Matthew it? Broderick, Denzel, Denzel Washington. Yeah, exactly. Denzel and Matthew. That's what uh, I was thinking. Cool. Morgan Freeman. I can smell you. Uh, I can smell you. <laughs> he was actually in that? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw Glory once in very long time ago, and so I don't even remember that movie very well, to be honest. It's, it's it is good, film. though. Yeah. So my honorable mention list, I'm going to go through these really fast because it's long. Spies Like Us, watched it over and over. Dark Crystal, over and over. Raiders of the Lost Ark, same thing. Poltergeist, my favorite horror film of all time. Return of the Jedi, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, who can say enough of that? Mm. Explorers, remember Explorers with River Phoenix? Those kids that build this spaceship. Yeah. I, again, I love that, that movie was, so much. 
I, I need I need to go rewatch Explorers and see Time Bandits because those are two yeah. movies that I remember that I don't remember. Both of them still hold up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Top Gun, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, groundbreaking. Uh, the yeah. Thing, uh, probably yeah. my next favorite horror movie of all time. Uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, Never Cry Wolf, fantastic oh, cinematography yeah. and soundtrack. So good. Um, yeah. Amadeus. Yep. The Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. The Terminator. Back to the Future. Better Off Dead. Oh, yeah. This is pure snow. <laughs> Do you even realize uh, the street value of this? <laughs> the Breakfast Club, <laughs> The Road Warrior, and Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. I, I became a huge Mad Max yeah. fan after I watched The Road Warrior. Um, Weird Science. That was a fun one. Oh, yeah. Uh, big, it's fun to see um, Robert Downey Jr. as a really young actor, too. Yeah. Um, uh, big Trouble in Little China. Indeed. With, uh, Kurt Russell. Indeed. <laughs> uh, Labyrinth. I, that Labyrinth yes. is the only movie I memorized. I literally memorized every single line to. So um, good. The, La- the Last Emperor. Yep. Lethal Weapon 1 and 2. Oh, Predator. Yeah. Don't forget Predator. I forgot Lethal Weapon too. Ah, yeah. Good movie. Or one. <laughs> um, the Princess Bride, of course. Uh, Robocop. Remember Robocop? Oh, yeah. Um, the first one. Spaceballs. Yep. Die Hard. Yep. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, yeah. And I just have to, th- the last one I'll throw in there is Batteries Not Included. Oh, yeah. You, most people don't remember this movie, but totally it, the reason do. I include it, the reason I include it is because it was the first date I ever went on when I was in fifth grade. It was a good movie though, too. Like a yeah. lot of the same actors from that were in Cocoon and I cannot yeah. remember the, the actors' names because, wow, it's been a long time. That's awesome. And they're probably dead. But yeah. Uh, by now, yes, unfortunately. Yes. Those <laughs> are some, you know, some of those I completely forgot about. So yeah. great list there. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Well, here's mine. As you know, for those of you who have been in this journey with us, I don't necessarily list these in order of favorites or anything. I list them in order of um, my, my brain, I guess. I just throw them down. So I'm going to go through these. These first 10 here are ones that I have good stories for. But then I, I, I had a few others that I had to list off because they're in my top as far as 80s movies but I didn't have any stories about them. So I'll just list those off super fast, but I'll do this, you know, in order. So first of all, number one, and actually this is one of my top favorites of not only of the eighties, but in general is star Trek to the wrath of Khan. And I'm going to combine it with star Trek for the voyage home because I love Ah. these movies. Oh my gosh. They're both so great. One memory though, that I have of star Trek Two, And by the way, this was, you know, I'd already seen the movie. This was many, many years later after star Trek two had come out. This was when I was in high school but my friend and I, we, we did this fun thing where we thought, let's, let's put speakers in the each, like four speakers in the corner of our bedroom. And so it would be up near the ceiling. And so you'd have these four speakers kind of coming down towards the center of the room. And I mean, the sound was glorious. He and I both did this in both of our bedrooms. We <laughs> I both was gonna say, did you share a bedroom? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, you know, he did it first and I thought that's a great idea. And so then I did it, oh, okay. but we both had the star Trek two soundtrack which as you know, was, I mean, was it James, James Horner? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. Just so good. I mean, we would crank that thing, you know, the room would shake. It'd be awesome. <sighs> I just love this movie too. I mean, there's so many great quotes, so many wonderful things. Star Trek four. Also though, this is kind of fun because I saw this in the, the- I did see this in the theater actually. Oh my gosh. Um, I was so mesmerized by the bird of prey. I mean, I wanted one. Oh, totally. How cool would it be to have a real, Klingon bird of prey. I still do, but in the meantime, fly uh, around and go to work in. Yeah. Oh, it's green. Look at this. I'm going to settle. It's like freaking out right now because um, I have a green screen on behind me. (laughs) That's awesome. You Uh, can't show them your green bird of prey. Yeah. One thing you'll notice about this and I'm going to be changing my, uh, my video setup is right now sitting right behind me is a closet. And if I open the doors, you see clothes and junk. If I close the doors, whoever owned this place before we did put mirrors on the doors. So if I were to show that, um, it would be a disaster. It would look really dumb and you know, you'd see yourself. So let me just do this really quickly. All right. Okay. You see my green screen. Let me show you the bird of prey now so that you can uh, look at that thing. That is, that's really green. If you're watching this, you get to see my bird of prey. I mean, this model is, is fantastic. The way they did this, it is the wings go up and down. Like, no, no, no. It's a, it's a static thing, but I mean, they did a really, really good job with this thing. It's metal. You know, you can't really hear that, but 
Uh, it's, it, it's really, really cool, but uh, you know, I'll settle for something like that because it is what it is. And by the way, I'm going to be changing my video setup in the back. So I'll have a real background uh, soon. That's one of the things I'm trying to do. Uh, but this is what I got right now. So it's good enough. It, it is. And you know, what's cool is that the, the background here is the, uh, it's on the actual main website. So you'll probably recognize that. Yeah. So anyway, I loved it. I loved the bird of prey. Um, it, when I was a kid, I, I would go into the closet and I would climb up onto the shelf in the closet and pretend that it was the hatch that they blew in the bridge module after landing, you know, in the San Francisco Bay. And and then of course the room was the actual bird of prey bridge. I would time travel. I mean, I, oh man, I, I had a good time and I had these toys, which was really cool. <laughs> one of them actually resembled a Klingon, one of the actual Klingon communicators, which I thought was awesome. I was like, this is cool. And then oh. I had another one that, that looked like a Klingon disruptor. So, I mean, I'd go on all these adventures when I was a kid in my room and, you know, I have, I have a wild imagination, so I had a good time, but just such a great movie <laughs> and the humor was so fun. So, Airplane is number two. I am so excited about this movie. Now, what's funny about this is that it's not necessarily like my favorite eighties movie or in my top 10 favorite eighties movies necessarily, but it's definitely one of my top comedies of all time for sure. But man, this movie was a comedy masterpiece. I mean, you realize naked gun came after airplane. Oh yeah. And almost all of the other dry humor movies that we've potentially seen throughout the years. Airplane was the first. Okay, well, Kentucky Fried Movie was the first, (laughs) but that was unrated, and a lot of that's not even allowed in cinema anymore. So Airplane was the first actual rated movie. The Zucker Brothers were amazing. You know, my whole family still quotes this movie. It's so funny. And then uh, my aunt became a pilot. She'd always wanted to become a pilot and stuff, and we'd always quote Airplane back and forth. And she finally became a pilot. And I never had this opportunity, but I, I, I wanted to go in and like happened to be on the same flight that she was on while she was captaining realize oh, wow. she wouldn't know that, but I would realize that. And then I, of course she might actually, they might know the pasture manifest now that I think about it, but then I'd like walk in and care. Oh, they do. Uh, I'd walk and be like, I just want to tell you both. Good luck. We're all counting on you. And then walk off. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to try. I have done that to pilots before and some of them laugh and get it. And the others are like, huh? Who's this tool? Like, oh great. We got ourselves somebody to watch anyway. <laughs> good times. Um, we still, we still quote this by the way. Uh, and then this is the other funny part is that the only dance that I know how to dance, I learned how to dance, by the way, because of this movie, because of the disco scene that they have. You know, it's that oh, disco nice. mockery of Saturday Night Fever. I thought you were going to say you learned how to speak jive from this movie. Oh, I know ahead. how to speak jive too, actually. But okay. I only, the only dance that I know how to do is disco because of this. And uh, it's pretty pathetic, actually. But in high school, at our high school homecoming, we actually did a full on synchronized disco dance line to Stan Alive while it was going and. <laughs> yeah, so I got to say that this movie sadly shaped my life. I'm not sure that's a good thing, but no, all right. I, you know, I, I think it's a good thing, but go ahead. Yeah. All right. Back to the future one through three. I'm going for the whole trilogy here because I just love the whole trilogy. I love the idea of time traveling. I love the back to the future style of time traveling. Why not do it with style? It's amazing. I've studied DeLorean. the the theories of time travel. I've watched about you know, I've watched about it. I've read stories. I mean, everything, everything. Like I just love that kind of stuff. And for some reason, back to the future three was like mesmerizing for me because I just, I love the whole, you know, the whole, uh, I don't know. The old West setting was just so cool to me. So plus, I mean, come on docs train time machine at the end. That is so cool. Okay. This was the problem. So, you know, back to the future two and three came out, I think like a couple of months apart in the theater it was really yeah, weird. Kind of like matrix two and three. Yeah. Or yeah. And I remember that Leslie Nielsen, speaking of Naked Gun, did a behind the scenes special on the movies. He talked about the making of the movies. And then, you know, he said, hey, and they did the whole hoverboard scene and how they filmed it and everything, which was really cool. And this was, of course, in Star Trek or Star Trek. I'm still on Star Trek. It was Back to the Future (laughs) 2. Well, then he goes, he grabs a hoverboard and he like holds it and then he drops it and you're expecting to see it go like, except it goes clatter and just, you know, hits the ground and he goes, well, we can't make real hoverboards yet but we will be able to soon. That was 1989, Leslie. It's 2021. 32 years and counting. Ain't seen a real one yet, man. That's right. I'm disappointed. Hey, I'm disappointed. People were, people were, yeah, me too. People were pretty optimistic about the future back then. 2020 yeah. back in the eighties was the future. Well, oh, look yeah. at us now. I know. Oh, well, we got the internet. We got smartphones, but other than that, no starships. I don't know. All right. Still number using, four for me, yeah. Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi. Both of them. I mean, they're, they're both just awesome. I don't have much of a story here except just how awesome these movies are and how much I love them. So that's all I'm going to share on that. But I had to put them in my top 10 because they're so great. And I mm-hmm. love Star Wars. Number five, The Goonies. Now, this is uh, 
this is a funny story. I maybe I've shared this on the show before. I don't remember, but when we were kids, when Goonies came out, friends of mine and I wanted to go see Goonies in the theater and our moms were like, ah, we'll take you guys. It was a hot Phoenix afternoon. My mom's friend drove us and it was in their old station wagon. Remember those old station wagons and they had like yeah, the rear facing seats. Yeah. 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 And we sat on those rear seats facing backwards. We got to the theater and for some now grants, you gotta understand like this is this is the eighties, right? People you didn't have a phone app or anything, you know, and half the time you call them and you get a answering machine or whatever. You didn't have a cell phone either, right? Yeah. No, so you're looking in the newspapers to find out when the showings are and you show up. <laughs> I mean, that's it, right? That's right. So we get there and the theater is closed. Whoa. Nobody knew why they just said closed for, I don't remember why actually, but so then they're like, let's go to another theater. And the moms are like, no, I don't think so. I don't remember why they said no. Maybe it was getting too close to dinner or something. I have no idea. Well, my friend Bobby <laughs> decided to throw this huge tantrum in the car. And oh, I mean, huge. God. He was so upset. Do you remember, <laughs> Captain? Do you remember those old windshield sunshades that, that were cardboard accordion, you know, and it had like a kind of a fun little design on the front and on the back, yeah, it said like that, need help, call police. That everyone in Phoenix had. Yes. Yeah. But on the back was need help, That's call police, do. right? Okay. Yeah. So he grabbed theirs, turned it around with the need help, call police on the outside. <laughs> And he, awesome. we're sitting in the back window. He's facing it out the back window. He's already crying because he's so upset that we didn't go to get to go see Goonies. So he's got tears coming down his face. He's holding oh the God. need help call police sign and he's pointing at it and he's crying. And all the oh, other drivers, wow. they're just like driving by waving and smiling and passing us. Nobody did anything about it. It's like we could have been kidnapped kids. And nobody. That <laughs> is insane. I, so I thought funny. for sure your story would be like, so the cops pulled us over. No, it was it. And was the 80s man nobody cared back then Uh, but anyway it was hilarious well and he got in trouble because of that because obviously that's a very you know horrible thing uh we did have (laughs) seatbelts in that car my mom would have never let me drive in that but anyway so the irony was i never saw goonies in the theater and never saw it as a kid and it wasn't until i was in high school until i actually saw the movie so it's just the way oh no it's okay i think i would have enjoyed it in the if i had seen it as a kid i think it would have been more special but um, it's, it's such a great, it's not in my top 10 favorite eighties movies because probably of that, but I love the movie and I just couldn't pass up the story because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> that's a, I don't think you have told that. And that's a great story. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, literally, literally cool story, bro. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Now, karate kid one and two. I love them both. I mean, I grew up watching these. <laughs> you remember Ralph Macchio? I obviously, still know Ralph Macchio. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah everybody, Cobra Kai. Knows, everybody knows Ralph Macchio. I remember girls in my elementary school going, oh my God, I'll bet you he's so cute. <laughs> he's playing a, what is he playing a 15 slash 16 year old and the guy was 24 in real life. Right. That's funny. Yeah, he pulled it off. He kind oh, of pulled it off. He's still, he's like 50 something right now and he looks like yeah. he's like 38 or something. I mean, he's a young dude. Good on him. I love it, man. Oh man. So, I mean, of course we had to learn. Well, I actually did learn karate because of this movie. Um, of course we all tried to do the crane kick and tried to kick each other and defend each other, you know, cause we, we were karate kids, man. We were going to do this. Yeah. Uh, and then karate kid two really fascinated me because of the Japanese culture. I mean, I still love Asian culture overall. It's so great. And and it's Tamalin to meet first movie. That's so cool to me. Yeah. Tamalin. Yep. And the whole, I mean the whole karate kid phenomenon, it has been so much fun. It's stuck with me. And then I hear a few years back, they're going to continue the story. Finally, they're going to do a show and I'm like, Oh boy, I hope this is good. And then Cobra Kai was born and here we are getting season four on December 31st. Ah, so excited. Wait, I'm going to wear, I'm going to wear my, uh, my uh, Eagle Fang karate t-shirt for that episode. And I will wear my Cobra Kai shirt. It'll be awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, dude. uh, Number seven, Top Gun. And I know I've shared some of these stories on the show, so I'm going to go quickly through this, but hugely impactful. And for a friend of mine, we live next door to each other. We watched Top Gun, you know, the TV edited version, of course. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, that was funny. Um, yeah, the TV. I love when they used to edit poorly. It was great. Uh, we watched that yeah. over and over. He had a Nintendo. We would play that Top Gun game on the Nintendo. Oh, yeah, I did too. And, I had and Contra too. But and I'm. This is what I've mentioned is that our diving boards on our pools were our F-14s, of course. And if we had to eject, <laughs> we'd land in the water, of course. But I mean, I'm. We were good. Like we were awesome pilots. Did we take down enemies? I created a cockpit in my bedroom in the corner of the room, actually at the end of the bed. And so, you know, I'd go down there and I'd climb down. Oh, it was so awesome. I mean, it actually, it felt like a real cockpit. It was just all of this random stuff that I did. It looked really cool. 
And my friend Dan, who I was mentioning, you know, next door and everything, he he's like, I want to be a come a fighter pilot someday. And of course, he wanted to fly F-14s for the Navy originally. Then later, he's like, eh, you know what? I think I'd rather fly F-15s for the Air Force. Okay, cool. Ah. So then he's like, we got to get a real fighter simulator. You know, one of those non-hydraulic ones. We'll put it in the garage. You know, it'll be. He kept talking about that. Yeah, we're going to get one. We're going to get one. And of course, they never happened. But a little hard to acquire those just to say, but the cool yeah, part is I he think. did go after his dream. I know I've mentioned this before, but he did become an air force pilot. He flew F 16s instead, and then eventually moved to the F 35s. And you know, he's been doing wow. that for quite a while. He's got some cool stories, That's, but what a rush that'd be good. We find him and track him down and get him on the show. I'd love to talk to him. That'd be fun. Just to pick his brain about what that's like, you know, what, what was it like the first time you got in the cockpit oh, of a F 16? Yeah. No, were cool. you as addicted to the movie iron Eagle as I was? And by the way, uh, I didn't make my top question, my honorable mentions, but I, I forgot about that one too. That, movie, so. uh, that yeah. should be in my, I love that movie. Oh my gosh. All right. Number eight, never ending story to me. This is just absolutely one of the most creative movies ever made at the time. It may have been close to the top imaginative movie. I was so well done. I watched this movie oh, yeah. a lot, you know, in my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I think I could speak for all of us when we, we all hated the sad part in the swamps of sorrow. I'm not going to give too many spoilers away in yeah. case some of you were like, I've never seen it. I need to go watch this. We laughed at the giant yeah. turtle Morla that didn't care. We, we don't care. We were scared of Gamora so cool. and the nothing. Yep. And um, I still to this day, I don't know about you captain, but I love me a good delicious limestone rock. I keep a little tray of limestone on the corner over there yeah. uh, just to suck on it. One of these, just like yeah. just suck on a piece of limestone. I'm it's, not going to show good. you. I'm, just, I'm not going to show later, you. It's later. my private thing, but yeah, that's right, man. And by the way, that theme never gets out of your head. <laughs> and, and, and if you hear the, if you hear the theme, that is not a chick singing that that is not a woman. That's, no, that's a dude. A dude. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, uh, yeah, that surprised me when I actually went and found that song. I was like, Yes, I scene? could not believe that when I found out. And luckily I found out like, and, and, and no, no, nothing against it. It's just, I found out years and years later. Yeah. Like, That's a guy. Really? Dude, it's a okay. soprano, man. Or a castrato. All right. Number nine is the blues brothers. I had to throw this in because of the story. Now I'd seen this movie when I was younger, of course, but when I was in college, this is when the movie made a resurgence. A friend of mine from choir, his name was Chad. He loved doing this whole, you know, Chicago accent. He'd be like, uh, he exaggerate. Of course he would exaggerate. You know, the whole, like, I'm going to wash my car and my hand. Uh, you know, I got to, got to get together for a guy's night, you know, uh, whatever, whatever. Like, let's, let's come on guys. Let's do it. And, and <laughs> we'd call each other bad, you know, and, and his name was Chad. I'd be brain. <laughs> yeah. Any Chicagoans listening are rolling their eyes, right? I can hear oh, them. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, come on. I mean, it's, it's fun though, but we, we, we had to exaggerate this. So, you know, he was like, let's do a guy's night. And, Interestingly enough, we had never done a real official guys night. I mean, of course, guys got together and did stuff, but it was never like this. Let's have a guys night official thing. So let's like, okay, we got to put together our first one. You know, we were like, well, I don't know what to do. Like, all right, we're guys, man. Let's whatever. So we borrowed a movie projector and a projection screen that literally went from floor to ceiling and wall to wall. It was like the perfect fit in our condo at the end. I mean, this thing was huge. It was however, 10 foot ceilings or whatever the heck we have. I don't know. Huge, right? How did you get it into your, oh, it's a projector. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. So you, you know, you, you, anyway, and we set yeah. it up there and we're like, okay, we're going to watch the blues brothers. This is going to be amazing. And then we're like, we got to do, I mean, if you're going to watch the blues brothers, you, you got to make bratwurst, bratwurst, come bratwurst. on, bratwurst. So instead of brats, you know, uh, we got some Boulder brats, dude, which are made in Boulder. Excellent. And That's then good. you remember those ruffles kind of flavored ruffles, potato chips, like the cheddar and sour cream. And they did like the works it was like the baked potato, the yeah. works one. I don't even know if they have those anymore. We got those probably. So then, oh, and this is when we learned how to soak the brats and the onions. You take brats and onions and you soak them in beer and you leave them in there for hours. You know, Oh, that I never even thought of doing that. It's so good. good. And then of course you pull huh. the brats out, you, you barbecue them immediately. And then you take the onions and then you, Okay, the technical term, you saute the onions, okay, in oil, and then you caramelize them with a teeny bit of sugar. Anyway, you do that yeah. until they're relatively soft and everything like that. Cook the brats, you know, pour out the beer because that's, that's nasty, man. That's raw. Ugh. I don't drink Mickey beer anymore. Anyway. soggy, yeah. Well, and it's raw meat too. So you get rid of that, and then, dude, that's what started our famous guys nights that went on all the way through college. Beer-soaked uh. bratwurst watching the blues brothers and speaking in a Chicago accent for the rest of the night. 
and week and um, semester. Um, wow. But it was a really good time. You guys must have been fun to be around. Yeah, dude, it was fun. That was a big. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, professor, how are we going to sing this song? We're on a mission from God. Ghostbusters number 10 for me, of course. Love this movie. The quotes, the humor, the awesomeness. I made my own little makeshift toy proton pack when I was a kid. And by the way, I would love a real one. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't you? Captain, who wouldn't want an unlicensed nuclear accelerator strapped to their back? Honestly, that's a good question. Do you want me to answer that? We don't think we have time. No, we don't. But anyway, I am thinking, though, because you can actually get replica proton packs they're out there and there's actually a group of guys here in well in the denver area that is that travel around to different conventions and stuff like that and they actually are part of a ghostbusters team they all have the uniforms they've got the proton packs i mean these things look amazing it looks complete replica i don't know how much those things are they're probably way too expensive but maybe we could review that on the new upcoming youtube channel that i'm starting we'll see so the other movies, YouTube channel, by the way, well, it's not up yet, but you'll just have to wait and find out. Okay, it's coming. Right. It's coming. Secret. Ancient Chinese secret. Oh, I get yeah. it. Ancient Chinese yeah. secret. So again, I have a lot of other movies that I wish I could continue to talk about because they don't have stories. These are just movies that are really special to me. Lots of nostalgic value, cool memories. So here they are really quickly. Dune, Indiana Jones trilogy, the right stuff, better off dead flight of the navigator, Bill and Ted's excellent adventure, the 1989 Batman national lampoons mm-hmm. Christmas vacation and Highlander ah, yeah. for sure. Those movies are so important. And then the honorable mentions super duper quick last flight of Noah's Ark. That's an obscure one, Wait. but it's so awesome. I have never heard of that. Go ahead. It's an old Disney movie with um, Elliot Gould. He was huh. back when he was a, a young pup and um, Ricky, Ricky, uh, I forgot his name. Anyway, you little Ricardo. Rick, no, Ricky <laughs> Schroeder. Ricky, Ricky Schroeder. Schroeder was in it. Yeah, he was a yeah. little, he was a little boy. It was really cool. Okay. Ricardo Montalban was not in it. The final countdown. That was awesome. Kirk Douglas, um, Martin Sheen, dude, such a good movie. Das Boot. Oh das my gosh. Boot. Yeah. Love that movie. Oh, E.T. The Terminator, Amadeus, Teen Wolf, Michael, Michael J. Fox, dude. That was a great movie. Short Circuit. Jeez I love it. <laughs> Teen Wolf was so awesome. I watched that movie so many times, dude. I really wanted to do a handstand on the top of a van driving. Anyway, Hoosiers. Hoosiers is such a, an awesome movie, man. Ferris yeah. Bueller's Day Off. Crocodile Dundee 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. She, she, that, she's a man. <laughs> Aliens. Good Morning Vietnam. Die Hard. Naked Gun, Big, Big was awesome. Uh, UHF, yeah. heck yeah. Honey, Ooh. I Shrunk the Kids. I thought that was 90, but that was 89. The Abyss, okay. I love The Abyss. Bloodsport, yeah. dude, I have, uh, you are next. And then The Princess Bride. There, I mean, and then a lot of them that you mentioned, I was, oh yeah, I forgot about those. So, so many yeah. good ones. Thank nice. you, thank you, thank you for, uh, by the way, for those of you who shared some of yours, I'm going to go quickly through a couple of them. One was The Huntress. Thank you. She had to get these in. She's like, oh my gosh, I got these. All right. Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade and Batman coming to America. My neighbor Totoro. I never saw that one. Oh, never heard of it. Heathers. Heathers. Good one. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Might have been. She went through years, by the way. Um, Oh, yeah. By year. She might have done. Yeah, she did one and two, by the way, for that. Adventures in Babysitting. Transformers the movie. Karate Kid 2. Highlander. Once Bitten. Cocoon. I mentioned that one earlier. The Breakfast Club. Night of the Comet. Uh, The Karate Kid 1. Indiana Jones. Temple of Doom. 16 Candles. Red Dawn. That was a great Red movie Dawn. too. Yeah. Christmas story trading places. Secret of Nim. I loved the secret of oh, Nim. Oh man. That's one that got cut from my list because my I, list was too long. I did that as well because I, I haven't seen it in so long. I don't remember it very well, but I remember loving it. The Dark Crystal, yes. Star Trek 2, of course, Wrath of Khan, Conan the, the Bar. I was going to say, say Conan the Librarian. Another one. My first, our first <laughs> exposure to Arnold, by the way. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian, not the library. That was UHF. Barber. Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Dragon Slayer, Clash of the Titans, Somewhere in Time, and Flash Gordon. There you go. Dude, Somewhere in Time, I'm so impressed that she threw that out there. That was on my list. I had to cut it. Yeah. But that was that's the only truly romantic movie that I ever really got addicted to with Christopher Reeve and... Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Uh, I never saw it, though, but I, I, I know the music really well. Beautiful song. Beautiful movie. That's yeah. awesome. And time then, travel, too. From Spider-Pan, Little Mermaid, Last Crusade, Batman, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's a great one. Karate Kid 2, Little Shop of Horrors. I love that one too. The Goonies, Rock, let's go through all the Rockies 3 and 4. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Future, Ooh, The Rocky Last 4. Starfighter. That got cut from my list too because I love Me it too. but too much. 
Uh, yeah, Karate Kid, Temple of Doom, Gremlins. I, don't know, I forgot about Gremlins. Uh, oh, yeah, Gremlins was a scary one, dude. It was. Yeah, Ghostbusters, was Return of the Jedi, The Dark Crystal, Rocky. I already said the Rocky ones. Uh, E.T., Superman 2. Yep, definitely. Raiders of the Lost Ark and Empire Strikes Back. So, so many good movies. You think about this and you go, oh, yeah. I either haven't seen those, I need to see those, or that'd be fun to rewatch. Oh, man. Such such a great decade for movies. I Unbelievable. Know. I know. Way more than I've remembered. So, yeah. Okay. So, we were going to talk about the new Amazon game, New World, but I think we're going to save it for next week because it's yeah, getting late already. We, we've had a long episode. So, thank you, though, for joining us for 300 episodes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, been so if we're going to have a long episode, 300 is it, right? It is. And we are definitely yeah. going to keep going on this. We've got our 70s movies next week, which is going to be fun. There's there's a few. I don't have a very long list for that one, but there's no, some really classics in there. That's going to be awesome. Like American Graffiti. That was awesome. So a couple like that. And then um, I did want to share two quick songs because they go hand in hand with the 80s, which I thought was funny. Two 80s bands, Guns N' Roses and Duran Duran. They Wait. have new music. New music, I, I, dude. I'm, I'm, I can't wait to hear about Duran Duran, but Guns N' Roses. Wait, are they all still together? They they never really liked each other. Uh, That's what I thought. So is I, Axel still with he's them? He's still I mean, singing. He's kind of a kind of a yes, he he's is. Kind of a Delta Bravo. He's so. a Delta. He is. He's a uh, and nobody likes him. But <laughs> there's a brand new <laughs> brand new song called Hard School, which is S K O O L, and I'm going to put it on the list on the TRBS 2021 mix on Spotify. So go check it out. It's actually cool. pretty good. It's definitely along their their Guns N' Roses style, but it surprised me because I thought interesting. Wow, um, I enjoy it. And then yes, Duran Duran has a whole new album out, and there's a song called. Well, it might be an EP right now. It's the song I liked is called Tonight United. It has a modern Duran Duran flair, basically, is what I would call it. But I'm huh. like, what's with all these old bands and artists coming back? You know, from I mean, Neil Young came back, and uh, Bruce Springsteen had a new album, and it's. I'm just trying to think of like all these guys that all the stuff. Oh yeah, Kansas is back. Sticks is <laughs> what's with everybody coming back and doing music they're bored. They're just bored. They see what I the stones so. have done for decade after decade. And they're like, we can do that. So if those old geezers can do it, we can do it. <laughs> My theory is uh, I'm going to put them on the list and you can decide whether you like them or not. But there you go. There's some, some new songs that coordinate nicely with our eighties movies list for the week. But all right. So next week we will talk about new world. There's actually something else I want to share that uh, courtesy of Ben tastic. He shared it with me and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is awesome. And I have to nerd out on this. So many movies and things coming out right now. This is so exciting. But anyway, thank you for joining us on episode 300. Thank you for, you know, joining us on the video side. If you're here on YouTube, by the way, which I'm, I'm very, very excited to be doing and and I'm glad we're doing it. I hope it doesn't suck. This is brand new for us. We don't know what we're doing. All we know is that, here it is, and uh, we're just going to get better as as the show goes on. But you know, for three hundred episodes on the podcast, this this is just like old hat to us now. But at the video thing, I'm like, what, what, what? Uh, I don't we're know. just going to keep doing what we do, and we're just going to be able to see us now. That's all there is. So that's right, man, and that's what matters. But here's something we do that is very, very special here on this show. That uh, it's it's the only reason that we live today. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. Whenever I get asked to go to an 80s party, I immediately put on the leg warmers and headband I keep in my pockets and start to break dance. This usually gets me uninvited. You know what the music means. It is time. It is time for us to go. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. This was a fun time. I mean... I don't know what to tell you. It was fun. All right. If you want to go to the uh, website, you know, feel free, whatever. You can see the, the music and all the lists. Realbrianshow.com slash 300. But thank you for joining us. Have a glorious week. The Real Brian Show is signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.